0: Welcome to Owen and Brew's Barbecue. Today we are serving up some fish and chips fresh from the Coruscant's level 1313 wharf. Mm Mm-mm, good. Today I'm joined by Nick and no Chris. Chris, are you here? No, no, Chris is not. Ah. (laughs) Chris is not going to join us today because we're talking about Clone Wars, the final season, season seven. He's still not caught up, even though he's under COVID quarantine. Um, but Nick and I, we've, we're we actually a little late on this one. Um, we, we were wanting to do these in, in three-episode uh, increments because I think you and I originally thought they would just do a standard three-episode arc,
1: right? That's what I had thought, and that's why I originally said, hey, let's just do these you know, one podcast for every three episodes because I thought they were going to be trilogy arcs, and I was like, right. oh, I'm so wrong. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: And, and so our podcast is just a little off in that regard because um, we're also recording this one just before the last episode of the uh, Ahsoka arc uh, is going to air. So, so you know, best intentions, right? So, right. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean, uh, I'm still excited to talk about Clone Wars, excited that it's back, um, but, uh, but we'll talk about episodes four. Five, six, and seven. So four episodes today that we'll we'll discuss. Um, before we get into that, um, any any kind of just general Star Wars news. I, I know we have like actually a special guest podcaster tonight, um, Nick. Um, I don't think this podcaster is going to say much uh, because Baby Yoda doesn't have a voice yet. But um, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you went. Yeah, He spoke. I heard him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nick, Nick has uh, been one of the chosen ones to receive a very cute and plush, adorable baby Yoda from the Disney store. So,
1: yes, I was very happy. The, when as soon as these were announced, I immediately pre-ordered this thing, and they told me back in late January that it probably would not be until mid-April. And I was pleasantly surprised to see this waiting in my post office box today. And it actually is a, it's only what, $30, $32, something like that from Disney. And it's well worth it. I mean, it's, you can see like the detail in the face. It actually does. I know you get, no one can see this, but <laughs> but like the detail in the face is just unbelievably, it looks just like baby Yoda. So it,
0: the the eyes, I think really sell the cute yeah. and
1: the And the cheeks, look how big the little fat cheeks are. <laughs> it's like a baby. <laughs> like... It is. It is and, super cute. Yeah. And for everyone out there, he does have underwear underneath the robe. <laughs> that <it> was funny. <laughs> You'll
0: have to buy this baby Yoda in order to find out what color that be- that underwear is, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, or not. Uh, <laughs> the uh, um, I had also gotten something in the in the mail. I um, I had, had pre ordered this. To complete my collection, uh, I know I've talked about um, me having a, a certain Star Wars record collection, and oh. uh, to complete all of the the saga, I had to to get uh, Episode Nine, uh, the the vinyl, the last of the John Williams.
1: So, now is is the vinyl for Episode Nine just the new recordings, or does it include the older ones from like the previous episodes? no like no, uh, like Duel of Fates and all that. No, no, it's just, just everything just new- from, just, just the soundtrack from
0: um, episode nine, uh, The Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker. Uh, it has, came on a, a blue vinyl. I was, I was kind of hoping the, the vinyl, the blue, would actually be a darker blue. Um, but this ended up being like a little bit more closer to, not a sky blue, but if you're familiar okay. with like a cerulean blue, like some, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. It, it just seemed like a little bit lighter than what I thought it would be. But anyway, still
1: cool. Like the, the you know you were thinking you it was it's gonna be like lightsaber blue,
0: lightsaber blue, or yeah. maybe that kind of purplish blue, that French uh-huh. ultramarine blue that they used in the um, you know the actual logo. Um, mm. but, oh uh, right, yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity there. It does not skip like uh, the last uh, Jedi vinyl. So the original pressing of the last Jedi vinyl. Has a horrible skip on the song called "The Last Jedi," uh, which which totally ruined it for me.
1: Now, have you, I mean, is I mean, is it it's actually manufactured into the record? Is
0: in the record. I okay. have returned it. I've had other Star Wars fans around the country that have also had that same problem. Wow. Um, so the original version of the Last Jedi on vinyl, uh, not not worth the uh, the money. I mean, I guess for the uniqueness, I don't know if they'll ever make another pressing. I had to track down another company that did a second pressing on very unique vinyl. Um, I, I also complained about that company because they were, it was, it was really, it, I took forever to get this, um, this other pressing. And, uh, but it came on really cool vinyl has awesome artwork. Um, and, and that, that version does not skip. So there is, there is a copy out there, um, for audio files that, like me just want the record collection. So I have all my, my records in their special little container. So yeah, that's, that's me geeking out there.
1: I <laughs> know. Same. Yeah. I mean, I've got tons and tons of vinyl as well. Stuff that's just, you know, never taken out of the original sleeve. You know, it's like, Oh, this is the first pressing. So I'm never going to touch it, you know, and just, that's just the way geeks are. Yeah. Collect, collect things.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I, mean, I just was, was happy to, to collect that. I, I wish they never made Solo on um, on vinyl. So uh, they did make Rogue One on vinyl. So and um, the uh, Rogue One pressing actually is a little warbly, um, hmm. which is sucks because there's some really beautiful moments with Giacchino's uh, recording where it's like just that that violin that is kind hmm. of like Jin Urso's theme. Where you you really want a nice clean recording, and and it almost has like the the record itself is, is almost just it needs to be on one hundred and eighty gram vinyl, and it's not. That's, so what, that's
1: what I was about to say. Like right now, we're living in you know a, the vi- another vinyl era, you know, where people who are getting vinyl it's because they love vinyl, and it seems like every new record is on one hundred and eighty, and they're just these super thick, really durable records and like for them to make a cheap version is just kind of odd it 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 was <laughs> <laughs> frustrating there
0: again i i searched out there is a, a single that was released i i think it was part of a record store day pressing i, I could be wrong about when this this pressing came out but it does have uh jen Erso's theme um the uh imperial march theme that they have on there or imperial theme it it's not the Imperial March. It's not the John Williams version. Um, and then um I'm trying to think of the other song. It's the uh oh now that you have Duel of Faith in my mind, that's all I can think about. <laughs> right. But it's the uh the Guardians of the Will, um, which which is a really great song too, which has a lot of like string. And uh that single, it was on Thicker Vinyl. So if if you're really looking for that. So anyway, vinyl stuff aside. <laughs> um we uh one one piece of news that popped up that i think you and i were both excited about i'm pretty sure we didn't talk about this on the last um podcast it's hard to keep track of time and quarantine phil um but the news about the casting of ahsoka yeah uh, came out i think since we last recorded for uh the mandalorian season two so that was um it was pretty exciting to hear that we're a going to see a live action Ahsoka, um, and and B that they 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 cast, um, yeah. So I I didn't I shouldn't have started listing off letters.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's an interesting. Uh, I know that she had been lobbying for this for a few years, and I was glad that you know she actually got her wish, which is pretty rare. Um, but she does. I mean, she has the physique for that. She, you know, she's probably about the right height. You know, for Ahsoka, she has very similar facial uh, features, and so when I think when they actually get her in the makeup and the and the uh, the hair extensions or whatever you want to call it for Ahsoka, you know, it, it, she'll actually look the part. You know, yeah. And um, I, I'm just, I'm just curious about the voice. Other than that, that's the only thing that we'll all have concerns about. Is just you know because we're so used to Ashley Eckstein's voice, and is she going to try to mimic that, or will she just make it her own?
0: um and and just for the casting by the way uh R- rosario uh dawson
1: right is that yeah. Her name? R- dawson, yeah did yeah. we not say her name oh no. we didn't say her name i'm sorry oh yeah. no,
0: that's okay that's 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 my that's my fault um but uh yes yeah, she's she's been cast in that that part and uh yeah i mean i i hope that she does at least pull some of that you know uh so that there's some continuity there especially if if you know fingers crossed uh we're going to get another cartoon uh that follows ahsoka and sabine's journeys uh so perhaps we're going to get more ahsoka like like if we get a live action and this uh you know post rebels um you know ahsoka cartoon which to me that would make me so happy um the uh you know some some secondary story to, to rebels. Um, I know we're, we're going to talk clone wars, but, uh, my kids and I, we've been watching different episodes or like favorite episodes from rebels recently, you know, uh, I just put on like the, the episode in which Sabine like learns some trains with the dark saber. And, and that, that really got us going where it was like, Oh, well, let's see, let's see Sabine, like go back to Mandalore and, and, um, you know, the beginning of season four. So for those that haven't watched rebels uh, and we've talked about it and and had very high praise of, of the the show um, definitely worth it. If you have Disney plus and um, you're, you're on a clone Wars kick, I,
1: yeah, just because it is on Disney Plus, but it makes me think like they've never released it properly on Blu ray or DVD. You can get them, like I've seen season one, I think, or maybe season five, but you've never seen like a box set of all of Rebels yet, which I think is weird. I wonder if they'll ever do it.
0: Yeah, they never did a box set. Um, you can get all of the seasons on Blu ray, um, which I, I do own all of the, the, the Blu rays. Um, but uh, the other thing that they never did, which it's just an atrocity because they, they released soundtracks for the other seasons. Um, Although I don't think they did it for season three. They, they stopped releasing soundtracks for rebels and there's some really amazing music in season four. And uh, even when my kids and I, when we're watching it, we're always like, this song is amazing you know it's just like (laughs) there's just some episodes uh specifically uh world between worlds um Mm -hmm. the music at the end of that is just phenomenal it just it's so moving and powerful and uh it's just i've i've searched it out i've i've i mean it's just it's sad it's like why why won't you you know it's just like disney just turns this stuff out and then it's just like okay and we're done we're moving on to the next thing you know and and, uh i kind of wish that they would just shore up and 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 do some quality control on these things, so
1: um michael bean just to my casting he was also cast in uh the mandalorian season two uh for everyone who might not know who that is, think the original terminator aliens uh um, yeah, yeah that's right uh, he was also in tombstone he was uh, Johnny ringo you know you you know who he is if you if you've seen those movies. I don't know. You know, they've been asked what his role will be, but uh, and it's been a while since I've seen him in anything of any kind of merit. But uh, I was pretty excited just to see him.
0: Yeah, that's right. I I do I do remember hearing or or reading about that. So, um, was he he in um, Avatar?
1: It would make sense if he was because he's usually in most James Cameron films, but. I don't know. If maybe I'm just
0: thinking of Terminator. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm cause he was in of Terminator.
1: Yeah. He was in Terminator. He was in Terminator too, but they cut his scene. Um, of course he's in the abyss. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, cause he's in almost all James Cameron films.
0: Yeah. So, um, maybe they'll have James Cameron
1: direct. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We're still waiting on episode five, uh, 10 years later that was directed by James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to air it out of order. Yeah. The series um, is done.
0: Spe- speaking of um, you know, we'll we'll just kind of I want to I want to cover this, this uh before we uh get too far. Um Greg uh had had wrote in an email to us and and I wanted to kind of read read this uh email real quick. Uh hello BBQ boys. Nick, thanks for the shout out um of the first clone wars episode. I just wanted to clarify the post. I assume it was the one you mentioned. I made a post out of frustration during the week that tidbits from the Rise of Skywalker novelization kept dropping left and right. I can't recall which one inspired the post, but somewhere between Rey being a daughter of a clone Palpatine and the kiss being one of gratitude, I hated the kiss. But to go out of their way and say it wasn't romantic is so weird. Who was that this made for? Before I go on and on a rant, and I'll just and I'll get to the point. Amongst my frustration, I posted this. Quote, pretty wild that Disney decided to cancel episode 9 and the last jedi is now the final Skywalker saga film. Unexpected, but it is fitting in retrospect. Luke got to give the galaxy one final legend to inspire them to do what was right. He had to face his past and take ownership of his failures and learn and grow. Luke shall live on in hearts and minds throughout the galaxy and the Skywalker name will never be forgotten. Rey will be able to go to be able to learn from the mistakes of the Jedi and and form a new path. With a great light comes great darkness Therefore, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren will continue his path into darkness. But thanks to Luke's final me- final legend and the heart and leadership of Leia and the Resistance, the galaxy will band together to fight for peace. Though the future is left uncertain, hope has been restored to the galaxy. Would have been a real shame if they had made Episode Nine, and it was a total dumpster fire. I really just needed to express that point of view that the last Jedi could totally be the end and, and be over satisf- to be the end and be overall satisfying, even if it wasn't what we expected when we were kids thinking of a future star Wars movies. Sadly, the rise of Skywalker does exist and I can't forget it. I'm sad. I'm not ex- excited to, to own it on Blu-ray or even see it again. Luckily, the Clone Wars has has been solid, and the Mandalorian was a great serving of Star Wars. The Skywalker saga is over, but the galaxy of characters and stories live on forever. I can live with that. Well, thanks, Greg, um, for the email. So um, I appreciate uh, always your feedback and contribution to the show. Um,
1: Nick, um, any any thoughts for for Greg? That was a great great email uh, being on a lot of feelings and the uh, thoughts that I have you know like um, the first one I, I 100% agree with the kiss. like um, I thought it was a bit awkward um, in the film. I didn't care really though that it happened or didn't happen. I just thought it was awkward. but I really agree with you saying like who was it made for and the fact that they addressed it to me. I hate it. When people address things it's one of the things I love about late seventies and early eighties films is that they let the mystery be. (laughs) And, you know, and that's the thing is like, you don't have to explain everything. You know, if some people want to see the kiss as romantic, let them see it as romantic. If some people want to see it as gratitude, let them see it as gratitude. Let the viewer decide what they want to see from the art form. And that's why I like your music and paintings and everything else is that not everything needs to be explained. If you like a poem, you know, the poem could say something to you completely different than it says to Matt or anyone else. And that's what makes art, art. And so I don't like things explained.
0: Uh, to, to to your point, and um, and it's weird, too, because J.J. Abrams directing this, you know, came out pretty quickly and explained what um, you know, Finn was going to say to Ray. Right. Which
1: I just felt... that like, one,
0: Yeah, go ahead. I, I just felt like, no, just let that be. Like, I think it's better for the viewers... To infer, to like dig through the clues, to like make their own conclusion, like you said. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. better that way, you know. I, I mean, I I still think it's better to let us discover if the emperor, if that was the emperor's clone, or if it wasn't. Yeah, you know, the emperor regenerate. I think I think that mystery is fine. Like, and um, to to go to Greg's first point, which I. Don't feel that Rise of Skywalker is a complete dumpster fire. I'm sorry, Greg. Um, I I do there are aspects of it that I do enjoy, and I and honestly, I mean, and and people know this. Um, you know, I I see it and enjoy it through my kids' eyes at this point. Like this is their this is their trilogy. This is their. I realize that it's not the ending of the saga that I wanted, um, and I don't think of it as the end of the saga personally. Like it just doesn't feel like that to me. Um, but to go to the first part of your email, I am frustrated that they do release things in these articles, and it's always in the headline. It's always in the headline that they reveal something that's just like, no, the, the, the novel hasn't been out yet, and you've already spoiled me on all of these like little nuggets that I want to discover for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I have the Rise of Skywalker novel. I'm looking forward to diving into that and just kind of, you know, saw, you know, like, reading it just for its own worth and, and seeing what else is there. I mean, that's what star Wars fans have done since the original came out by George Lucas fans went in there and they were like, Whoa, job of the hut is in this what's going on there. You know, it's like, there's always something more in the novels and, and, you know, I, I, I can say that there's things that I was disappointed by again. Uh, is it, is it my favorite? No, but, there there are certain things that i enjoyed about it i mean i still think in my heart of hearts there's going to be a star wars episode x because it just i don't know like design wise it looks cool (laughs) and i think that that star wars lucasfilm on some level realizes that it is incomplete so i feel like at some point there's going to be another episode that comes back to this whether it's the skywalker saga or if it's like a 100 years in the future and we see uh you know this baby yoda all grown up and some mandalorian ba with a lightsaber who knows right but i i I definitely feel like i feel like it's like a stubbed toe yeah you know like um And how many toes do people have? Ten. So, I I still feel like there's another episode that's going to come down the pike at some point. Um, It might not be in in, for another ten years. So, um,
1: I I I liked though the idea that Greg had though um, in a way uh, because like uh, yeah you're
0: truncating it and just saying nope this is the end for me. Well,
1: it's the same as like so many people that cut off episode one because when you think I even mean, even though I'm a little bit of an episode 1 defender at times cuz I enjoy the plot of episode 1 um, but I saw the wisdom in some people going like you know it's irrelevant because it's you know Anakin as a kid it doesn't really matter you know and I'm like okay so they don't watch it I'm like that makes sense and i can see people cutting off uh the uh, attack of the clones yeah, I mean, yeah, the backlash as well. Like and then the but the of the even the, the the sequels now like, you know, like hey, I don't acknowledge the last one. I'm just going to end it at the last Jedi. like mm-hmm. I can see that because I I like the idea that Greg has of just saying like, hey, you know, I'm choosing to see, you know, Luke have a a meaningful death giving hope and inspiration to future generations and that be it. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it's an interesting way to to look at it. You know, um, I'm with you, Matt, in some ways that I, in the first half of um, The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed some scenes quite a bit. But then there's just a certain point where I'm just kind of like, OK, you've lost me again. You know, because I, I like I said that I think in our original review. Yeah. I mean, there's there's time in the early parts of the film that the camaraderie between the new cast is dead on Star Wars. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. And I was like, this is what Star Wars is to me in some ways. You know, it's just the banter back and forth, the feeling that this is a cohesive unit working together. Mm-hmm. You know, and even C three PO's return after basically being ignored in the, the, the prequels and the sequels, you know, yeah. he actually got some screen time in this one and his lines were spot on. You know I mean? Oh, yeah. Just like, I'm perfectly fine too, Mr. You know, like, you yeah. know, like, yeah, you know, that's like that's C3PO, you know, as like, and so it actually felt in some ways like Star Wars, you know, but then it turned into a little bit of a rehash and I kind of was like, okay, I no, I'm not too interested in it anymore, but, uh, You know, I mean, this the whole sequel trilogy was not perfect, you know, but I mean, no Star Wars film is perfect, Right. but it's, but I just, like, I agree with a lot of the people right now that, like, in hindsight, I'm just like, you know, it should have been all written as one trilogy by Mm -hmm. one writer, you know, and probably directed by one director, or if you did want to have three different directors, at least like, this is a story, this is how you're going to tell it. Now, you can direct it any way you want, but this is the story, you know, and I think that's where they messed up, allowing the directors to write their own stories. It just didn't feel like a, a yeah. one thing,
0: it, and, and it, it it didn't feel cohesive coming from the the Disney Lucasfilm brainchild. You know, right. what I mean, like I'm, I've complained about all of the ancillary stuff that we've gotten that that just doesn't connect in a in a in a nice way. Like it's like, oh, we can't we can't all play together in the same sandbox. Um, and and I, you know, to to Greg's point. You know, I know. I know. Greg loves the Last Jedi. I do too. It, it's it's probably you know one of my my favorite from you know the well it is, um, and I love a lot of the beats that happen in it. There's certain things about it that that are imperfect to me, um, and that I, I wish were different. But you know, I uh, I enjoy it probably the most, and and I do enjoy what Luke. I like Luke's journey probably. the the most out of that film as well. So
1: um, I kind of agree. Sorry. um, I kind of agree with with Mark Hamill though, a little bit with the last Jedi um, in that Luke never really was Luke in the film. You know, like I think he, he said at one point Mark Hamill that Mm -hmm. he he could see Luke doing that. He could see him being a grumpy old commercial at first. You know, like I lost all my students. I lost my path. I lost this. But at some point, Luke would return to hope, which is the way Luke always is in the original trilogy. He believes in the goodness of people and that that will win the day. You know, and The Last Jedi, you don't really see that, um, that glimmer of hope. Anyway, is what I'm trying to say. Like he does do the right thing. and He does become yeah. the hero that we always want him to be, but mm-hmm. he doesn't become the symbol of optimism. And that's where I think it falls short a little bit.
0: Sure. I mean, I, I know that the Ryan Johnson wanted to put all of the characters in the most opposite situation to push them against whatever happened in the previous one. So, um, you know, and, and again, this goes to the point of like not having everybody on the same page. and um, you know we were talking about the prequels and and this will be a nice kind of transition here um one thing out of the clone wars that uh i know joanne has mentioned or commented and thanked us for for getting her to to watch the clone wars um on the facebook group um but but one thing about the the cartoon that brought to life to me the, the the prequels was anakin obi-wan relationship it was always right. always imperfect in, yeah. in you know the, the the that sequel trilogy i mean up until right. you get to revenge of the sith and it's still it's still just in moments i mean it's 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 in ewan mcgregor's performance and that's mm-hmm. about it i mean he's yeah. carrying that we get to see so much more we get to see the clones and the humanity of the clones You know, we get to Mm -hmm. see like the nuance of all, you know, like the whole universe expands. And if there was anything that I wanted out of this sequel trilogy was the time between the last Jedi and I, and I was hoping that rise of Skywalker would be even further in the future, like five years or something is this time period in between where you could have a cartoon series where you have Leia training Ray, you know, and you, and you know, a cartoon would be a great opportunity to like expand that universe show us more of that camaraderie between Finn, Ray, Poe, you know, play up the will they, won't they, you know, whatever you want to do in that, 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 you know, uh, trilogy cartoon. I think there, there's a vast amount of like storylines there that they just didn't mind at all. They just, it was like, okay, on to the next thing, Yeah, you know? So, and, and I guess to, to kind of cap off Greg's email there, you know, it's great that we do have the Mandalorian, something great to look forward to because it's it's definitely going to play into those 30 years between Return of the Jedi and, and The Force Awakens which I also felt would be a great cartoon which is seeing Luke um, you know, Leia, Han you know, like let me see the Thrawn trilogy play out you know, so um, anyway um, we can get lost in the wood they could they, so let's get into the what's happening now in the Clone Wars um, and, and get to to some of these episodes. I, um, uh, episode four unfinished business. And, and again, we were, we were so, so wrong. We, we should have like just had first four and completed that story arc. Um, what are some of the notes that you had, uh, for this? Like your things that that stood out to you.
1: Well, I mean, I'll just begin by saying I, I was really satisfied with this whole arc. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I watched it, I think I kind of was like, Oh, that, that was pretty good. You know, I mean, yeah. the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it a lot more because I have to always constantly remind myself that this is a cartoon and it's made for kids. Mm-hmm. And I, fe- I felt that this episode struck the exact right points to give some inkling to a young mind where some of these characters are going to go, mm-hmm. you know, like with Anakin kind of losing his temper with trench, um, oh, okay. with um, you know just things like that, like showing him, you know, but even though he cut off the mechanical side, you know, like he he you know he, he cut off all of trench's limbs on the, the the mechanical side, so it didn't actually hurt him. But you know, so one was like okay, and but then later when he does kill him, and he basically he says uh, what I've written down here, like uh, I don't have such weaknesses. Like you see, like the the fury in his eyes, like oh wow, like I mean it's subtle, but it's still just enough for a kid. You know, could kind of go. Oh, if they've never seen the movies yet, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's just like okay. So Anakin's really being kind of almost, you know, uh, drunk, power drunk at the time.
0: You know. Yeah, I mean, I I actually rewatched this with my kids before we recorded, and uh, you know, it's funny because my daughter, huge Ahsoka fan, so I'm and I'm you know, and I said, well, I want to rewatch one of these episodes, and I was like, I want to watch Unfinished Business because I that was the, the furthest one from my mind. And of course my daughter's just like, oh man, because you know, she wants to watch Ahsoka. Right. But she still laughs and loves like parts of this this episode. You know, it's like there's still things like even though this is essentially like an all boy, all male like Mm. episode, like there's no there's no female character and you know, and she's that's that's kind of her angle, you know. She's but you know, it's funny because she she actually one of her favorite characters is Wrecker. You know oh, yeah. so see. you know like like the funny moment where where he's like he gets to blow something up mm-hmm. you know like that was like a top top five moment for them is this like record getting to blow something up and uh, you know you mentioning like like for kids to see that part of anakin coming through i mean we're watching that scene and they're like man he looks so angry you know mm-hmm. and you you do you get to see that flared nostril like that like i you know and and let's say, like, as an audience member at this point, like, you really hate Admiral Trench. So it's just this moment where you're just like, yes, oh, so wanted that to happen. Like, Really? Okay. Yeah, just like, like the lightsaber through the chest? hmm I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. Like, well, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, just, for a cartoon, I I, yeah. I was surprised they went there. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, they actually killed him. Because, you know, you really see that in cartoons, but they actually kill a character. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting
0: and it starts to really like i mean the the title unfinished business i mean that could be like the the title for the entire season right like like this whole season True. is like kind of closing closing the chapters and i thought it was nice that like admiral trench is like someone who we first see in the very what chronologically mm-hmm. chronologically speaking would be the first episode we see him as one of the villains
1: it's it's one of the regrets actually i think they probably even have that you only see him like I said on that first episode, and then you see him in there in the very end. You're like, "Well, where's he been this entire time?" Like I said, because he is an interesting character that could have been, because we haven't seen that many actual generals other than him and Grievous and maybe like one or two others. And we're like, well, "This could have been another interesting Separatist general that could have really been a, a nice duel with someone." Kind of like the way Grievous and Obi Wan have that kind of, yeah, friendly but not friendly banter of of What want to look for? Admir- you know, respect because they're both capable.
0: I think what, what's great about Trench too is he's very uh, in the line of Thrawn because he's so, he's so masterful in his like military and his thinking. Um, you know, that was like something great that, that Thrawn brought to the Star Wars universe is that, you know, Vader's gone. When Thrawn appears on the scene, it's just like, no, his power is in his mind, right? you know, and, and that is his superpower. Um, so seeing that with Trench and the, like somebody like so so dastardly, I, I felt like he is the throne of of the Clone Wars era, kind of. So yeah, I, I think it
1: is a missed opportunity there. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, okay, just going to the episode though. But, yeah, uh, yeah, no, go for it. So yeah, I mean the episode, you know, it's it's, it's with the bad batch again for everybody out there. You know, Echoes back after being rescued, and I understand it's only like a you know thirty minute episode, so it's kind of hard to. to to really hammer in some kind of drama in here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I kind of, cause you know, they don't trust echo cause they're not sure where his loyalties may lie. Yes. And I thought this could have been really interesting, you know, and they, they went with the typical cartoon way with mm-hmm. it. Um, cause like all of a sudden, like they don't trust him all of a sudden, I guess we can trust you now echo. And you're <laughs> like, Oh man. Like, I really was waiting for the other shoe to drop a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, expect, expecting Echo to do the right thing at first, and then all of a sudden maybe some programming in his head yeah, or something right. to switch, and then he really betrayed them all, you know? And, right. and I thought that could have been a really interesting way to go about it, but they didn't. Um, I, You know, and I,
0: I would say the one criticism I have so far about the season is, A, the four-episode four arc, four arc, because we only have 12 episodes, and I'm like, Really? <laughs> right, like, like I mean, at this point, like, I want a twenty episode. If you're going to do four episode of story arcs, like, yeah. give it twenty so that I can have more.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they just said, "Oh, we're just going to finish it out and that's it." Like, just well, if you have the budget for it and you have Disney's backing, it's not like they have a lot of original content around Disney Plus. Just keep right. making them, you yeah.
0: know. And like- I mean, or give give me a three episode story arc with the Bad Batch, you know, like mm-hmm. like you know, make them longer. Yeah. You know, like like make these these episodes, you know, not just twenty-two minutes, but you know, like a like a 35 minute, you know, and, yeah. and you could have pieced them together a little bit longer. Um you, you're right. I mean, the the trust, you know, and, and the great thing is is we see Rex trusts Echo, everybody else doesn't. Um, and there's certain things about Echo uh that I mentioned, I think, in the last podcast, like his eyes are yellow. Yes. Yeah. He's very much what Anakin is to become. Mm-hmm you know um so i i I think there's you know they didn't hit that symbolism too hard but but it's there um the um they they put together this this battle plan and and echo is is kind of in charge of this this battle you know strategy basically he's he's the one that's going to kind of like psych out the the separatists and there's a there's a cool opening, you know, this is very early on in the episode, but we see the Y-Wing bombers, a, an earlier version of the
1: Y-Wing bombers come out. Yeah, we saw those in, what, season one or two as well. It's the one with the dread, no, the dreadnought, but the, the Grievous' ship that has the uh, ion cannon on it. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what they fly through the...
0: But the, the scene that I, that I wanted to, to mention is the, the scene where you see those Y-wing bombers, like just mm-hmm. like the Ralph McQuarrie art, right. you know, and, and I love it. I mean, you know, they've done this so many times in different stuff, but I love it when they reference that, that uh, famous painting of, of the Y-wing going into the, the Death Star. You know, and we, see, we see a very uh, similar facsimile of that. So um, what, what else do you have in your notes there? Because I have a, a few, few things here, too, that uh, were highlights for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're kind of skipping all over the place. But yeah, I mean, mostly just plot points. But um, I guess my last highlight um, is I felt that it, the episode ended very well. Uh, hmm. That's probably like uh, the other thing I took away from it. And um, that, you know, Echo was a reg. You know, he's a reg, regular soldier. And that's why Rex trusted him, you know, and they were brothers and all this. But you can clearly see at the end, you know, with the bad batch saying, like, you know, you're not a reg anymore. You're not going to be one of them. You're, you know, you're a different path or whatever they say to him. And, you yeah. know, if you want to join us, then do it. And then Rex even kind of acknowledges this in a way. I felt it was very human. You know, like it was, mm-hmm. you know, like we said, like it, it's interesting to show the the size of the clone troopers, even though they're all the same, they're not the same, you know. And, yeah. and I, I like that, uh, I like that Rex, you know, Told him, like you know, if, if you feel your path is with them, then go with them. I, I kind of wanted a little bit more than I like, could give him a hug or something. Yeah. like you've know, like, yeah. always been my brother, <laughs> you know. Like, but it was nice. It was very soldierish, you know. Like yeah. he, he, he decided to join them. They all turned around and gave each other a, a salute of respect, and that's how the episode ends. And I was like, oh, that's that's actually a good a good way to end it, you know. And in an interesting echo,
0: pun intended, to where Echo comes from, like when when we first see Echo. He is in a group of five. There's mm-hmm. five of them in a unit. The Bad Batch is only four. So at the very right. end, it's a complete unit of five. So I thought that right. was kind of an interesting like, way of like, you know, that they're I'm thought about that. Yeah, that's so, good. Um, thanks. I, I like to think that I noticed things. <laughs> uh, um, I know we were jumping around, but um, one of the things I have on my list here is uh, the Mace Windu action. Mm-hmm. I that. that was one thing i really enjoyed you know we got you know obi-wan was kind of just like he could have been any jedi at this point but uh you know seeing mace windu kind of have some moments i guess uh that uh aren't when he's not being a
1: complete jerk <laughs> yeah it's true you haven't seen him a lot really you know for being this all-powerful Master Jedi. You don't really <laughs> see him in action that much. Uh, it reminds me of a little bit of a nitpick, you know, like them putting in the, the code for the bomb. Oh, yeah. It's like, what bombs have little slider dials? Like, really? I was, like, I was expecting like a digital you know, code he had to put in or something. I was like, oh, no. It was basically, he's got an engineer table at a, in a music studio there. That's, where he just, you
0: know, That's what it reminded me of, too. I was like, what is he doing? Like, yeah. mixing the next, uh, you know, Adele album? Yeah. Um, he... <laughs> The, the scene where they crash through the glass and fly down at the top, it reminds me of the scene in Revenge of the Sith when all of the troops come in to to kind of help save Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. You know, Obi-Wan's there as a distraction, actually. And so I thought that was kind of an interesting, like, whether that was an intentional echo to that or, or you know, uh, reference. Um, but they, they, they crash down and they're they're completely surrounded by droids. Um, yeah, Um. That's oh um, my only other thought uh, that I had on here. Um, cool shuttle, I love the the shuttle that they use. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a really neat design, uh, reminiscent of like a very early Imperial shuttle Tidarian mm-hmm. kind of kind of style, um, but There's, with different.
1: Yeah, the wings are a bit yeah. different. I mean, it's, it's similar to the same one that at the very end of Episode Three, I think the mm-hmm. one that, that the Emperor comes in on. Yes, yes, so.
0: yes. That's the other one that I was thinking of. Um, uh, also, I really enjoyed how crosshairs uh, or mm-hmm. crosshair. Yeah, mirror shots. Yeah. yeah. That was so cool, oh, cool. Uh, that, that uh, um, seeing how he set that up.
1: Cause you didn't really see it coming. Like you thought like, Oh, he's just, he's just throwing bombs, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. on the, in the corridor and then all of a sudden, you know, he turns around and you're just like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's trying to outdo me. <laughs> But Wrecker has the last laugh
0: because he yeah. to blow up everything. So, um, yeah, I mean uh, a solid way to end that that arc. And and again, my, my biggest problem being like I, I kind of wish it was three episodes all together, or you know. And um, but uh, not bad. I, I think the one missing piece is is Ahsoka, and and obviously like knowing what happened with her story, where it's going. That's that's kind of what it's kind of where we pick up in in uh, episode five. Mm -hmm. gone with a trace as opposed to without a trace so um Uh, yeah so uh i've i've seen this episode a couple times and it it's it's weird because on one hand i'm like yay ahsoka and Mm -hmm. on the other hand i'm like okay yeah like i i kind of was left wanting more i don't know i felt like a like a like a light beer.
1: Yeah, like I do to make the the best comparison here. I think that yeah, I think this whole Soka. They, I'm hoping that they somehow are putting these three characters into something in the future beyond this time. Oh, because that's the only way it's going to work. I think. I think I felt this episode in particular was pretty weak and a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, because one. They're in 1313. Yes. And that immediately excited me. And the Mm -hmm. fact that this is is for everyone out there, 1313 was supposed to be a video game that was uh, never made because when Lucas sold to Disney, they decided not to make it. And it was all going to be about bounty hunters and the underground of Coruscant. Yes. And it was, should have been so interesting. And that's where I really, not that I was trying to project onto this episode. um, But I felt that just keeping it with these two characters, and then also because they're trying to go with this showing the audience that not everyone likes the Jedi. Yeah. You know, and I felt that was even missed here as well. Like they could have done this whole story so far much better by showing a lot more poverty, a lot more. you know, while everyone's living high and mighty on the surface, mm-hmm. all these other people the Jedi have just crapped on or have completely ignored. They just u- not used them, but taken them for granted. And so that upheaval is ripe because if they're trying to show how easily the Emperor takes over or yeah. takes over in just you know a matter of months, mm-hmm. then you really need to hammer that in. And I felt that they missed that chance to do that right here.
0: Um. And- And really, there's only a few set pieces in this episode, and and each of the set pieces is just kind of like, oh, okay. So there's the cool speeder bike, which is which is Mm -hmm. to me probably like the highlight. Which sucks because it's like up front, right? Like so she she's riding a speeder bike, crashes into thirteen thirteen level, meets meets Trace on the way, and um, you know I'm like, okay, this is this is the characters that we're being introduced to, Um, and And then the next set piece is basically like you know making these droids or or reprogramming these droids with uh, you know the the sister of Trace is introduced and and this whole like you know droid storyline is is introduced and then the third set piece is basically the droid goes amok right Mm -hmm. and And that's
1: half the episode and that yeah that's it Mm -hmm.
0: like like that's and and you know Ahsoka saves the day with basically secretly using the force and a little kid sees her use the force which apparently was well, like my daughter's favorite moment of the, the episode is the fact that this little kid sees her use the force and it's very subtle um, and but other than that like everything else is just references to things that we like yeah 1313 binary load lifters binary load lifters we get um, the classic Kenner figures so, mm-hmm. so you see, and and we're talking classic Kenner because this is the way they dressed them up. You get Hammerhead, mm-hmm. uh, Walrus Man, and Greedo, like like just all looking straight out of like the 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 box um, from 1977 or 78. Um, well, 78 because they didn't get it get out until then. But um, and then you get loath Cats, you know, like the, they're oh, yeah. around in a in a moment. Again, the cool references. But it, it just—I don't know—it was like it was like a burger missing the burger or something. Like
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I felt you know even that even at the beginning of the second episode of Ahsoka, Soka like it was just kind of like okay they're still going with this and because mm-hmm. this first episode to me just felt like a waste. I mean, other than just the introduction of the characters, it was like what did you give me here? And you, it wasn't much.
0: Uh, she mentions that Skywalker uh, as an older brother of hers, right?
1: I don't, I don't know oh, that,
0: Skywalker Academy. Sky, yeah, I'm sorry. Skywalker Academy, but she references Anakin as though he, he was oh, her
1: older brother. That makes sense. So I, I didn't pick up on that when she asked her, how would you learn how to fight like that? She says, "From my older brother. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Now yeah. that I think about it, I just assumed she was making it up. You know, like, you know I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um,
0: and uh, you know, I, I mentioned this at the very beginning of our podcast. Um, there is a water. Down deep in the the bowels of Coruscant there. Like like the episode ends with them on this wharf. Um, you know, like kind of like near a diner or whatever, and that's where they're supposed to meet uh Trace's sister and, and you know, kind of like that's where the episode ends or whatever. But I was just like, Wow, so there's like
1: a, a pool down there, like and you think, you think it's really a pool? it's just, I mean, they—they they, just yeah, exactly. It's pretty deep in there. It's just probably where all the wastewater goes, or oh, something you know,
0: wastewater. You think it's just like a, a Disneyland facade there, of just like yeah, it's probably just a sewer. Yeah, you
1: can yeah. see little one eye things popping up. You know, that would have been cool. Yeah,
0: you know, see a little Dianoga eye like yeah. pop up there at the end. Again, um felt felt kind of a little little cheated and. And so did my daughter, because every time like these episodes ended with Ahsoka... No, 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 don't end, don't end. <laughs> that, that was her reaction, like, every single time. No, 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 don't end. Don't end. Like a lost episode. Yeah, you know, I'm like, yeah, exactly, like a lost episode. But at least with lost, we got some mystery. <laughs> um, all right, so on to the, the sixth episode. Deal, no deal. Um, what's the deal? Um, this is probably, of the Ahsoka episodes that we've gotten... Probably was my favorite among yeah I agree, so that we've seen so far.
1: I tend to think you know one of the great things about Star Wars is the journey, you know, and because that's one of the reasons why Empire I think resonates with people is that you have two different journeys getting from point A to point B. Yeah, and this one you know they're going from Coruscant, and to me this was kind of a fish out of water story, but mm-hmm. for both 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 groups. Yeah, but. I kind of felt that Ahsoka didn't really teach much, which was kind of where the missing element of this was. But, um, but yeah, the the journey from Coruscant to Kessel, then to uh, I forget the name of the planet but the pikes are. But oh yeah, um,
0: so the the it it opens with probably I think one of my favorite moments. Of the episode too so it's a it's a high point for me even though it's a reference to return of the jedi oh yeah i i love that i mean i i think that's when when star wars works at its best is when those references are like earnest now which reference are you talking about i'm talking about uh when they're passing by the the starship yeah anakin okay yeah and, and anakin senses her
1: yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically verbatim. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Jedi. I even wrote that in my notes here. You know, like, here's Return of the Jedi because uh, it's, it's the same thing. You know, he's like, uh, who's on that? You know, Anakin says, who's on that transport? The same as Vader says, who's on the transport? And then the same thing is, uh, shall I hold? You know, it says right. it's the same line, except instead of saying, no, leave them to me, it's, uh, no, it's nothing. You know, and yeah. then that's it. It's like, it's the same same vibe, same, yeah. you know, pacing. But, but I guess... I, I mean,
0: there's just, there's, I don't know, for some reason it worked for me, like, mm-hmm. just as like that moment that stood out is like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, like, it didn't, it didn't feel, it didn't feel just like window dressing at that point. Um, And I, and I loved even the setup of like, oh, when you see where they're going, because you've seen Solo, and you start to see that they're going to go through the Kessel, kind of like, mm-hmm. um, you know, maze or what have you. And then they're arriving at Kessel. Um, you know, one of my uh, my kids' reactions were like, "Wait, that doesn't look like Kessel." And I'm like, "Right, this is the other side of Kessel. This right. is the, the, the where the rich are." So I thought that was kind of a nice, like, again, nod of like showing, like, okay, we've seen how the slaves live. You know, here are the masters.
1: That's I'm glad that you kind of brought that up. Like, not but necessarily about Kessel, but that's what I felt this this whole trilogy, you know, some way has been, is that. They're trying to show privilege, and Mm. I don't think they're doing it right. Um, Because they're trying to show uh, Ahsoka coming from this privilege of living on the surface. And some of her (laughs) naivety, or just her being naive, is, is showing, and... And then the in the street smarts street smarts of them down at thirteen thirteen, but yet they're both like I said, and that's what I mean about the fish out of water. Like they don't none of them know what they're doing. Yeah, and it's also like just you know like they're trying to show them as being uh, the two uh, sisters, the Martez sisters. They're trying to show them also as being poor and having to fight for everything they had, but yet they don't look at what they have. You know, like, to me, it's like, uh, and so I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but you know, we find out later on why their parents died and why they're so bitter about the Jedi. But you look at things that have been told to them, like they inherited that shop from their parents. Yeah. You know, they actually, she has money to buy a freighter. I was like, so you're not really that poor if you've got that kind of stuff. Uh, at least, and that's how I viewed it, you know, and then, so it's a lot of the stuff, It's it's kind of, misplaced rage or, or outrage. I,
0: I do like this interesting dynamic between the three of them and the fact mm-hmm. that there are moments in which Ahsoka is saying stuff where you're like, Oh no, she's right. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. you need to listen to her, you know? And, and, but they're all kind of like arguing amongst themselves. And so as clunky as it is, it felt organic to me in moments where it's just like, well, yeah. Like when you're, Meeting people, or you're with people, sometimes it's kind of how it is like you have the best intentions in mind, but you're telling them something and they're not going to listen to you no matter what, you know. Um,
1: this is, I mean, this is, I'm sorry, I don't know, I, I, I'm kind of on my own little page here about like just things where I'm the ideas coming to my head, but you know, like I felt that it was kind of a mistake though for them to go to Kessel, like I felt that I wanted it to just stay in 1313 if they really yeah. wanted to show some kind of story because. That's where it did This is me nitpicking. Sorry, everybody out there, but like, it made no sense to me whatsoever for them to go to Kessel to be greeted by like the not really the royalty, but the royalty's right hand man for so yeah. them to get, be given a banquet. You know, for someone who is basically a rookie who have never done this before, it's like, why would I trust someone who's never done this with thirty thousand dollars worth of spice or thirty thousand credits of spice? It, to me, it's like that doesn't make sense whatsoever.
0: But you know? is this how they use people?
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe,
0: you know, it's like you wine and dine them and it's just like, yeah, you know, like your your life means little to me. You're just a courier, but I'm going to kind of show you, you know, like this, this, uh, this world, you know, and and you'll be kind of suckered in as my stooge, you know, Hmm. I mean, I mean, you know, theoretically, like if um, Trace doesn't dump the spice.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe this all would have gone fine. They might have, but then you also like you know from what Ahsoka says, you know like, what if they would they have betrayed them too? You know, like, would they have taken everything and been like, well, you know, we don't now that we've got what we want, why should we even give you the money? Right, right, and I, they did at least show like the
0: slaves, you know, and, oh, right. and you know, and and the fact that Ahsoka's like, no, this is not going to good people, and you see the good in Ahsoka, you see the the fact that she has been raised as in in the jedi ways of, of saying like what is right what is wrong and seeing seeing how i guess you know i, I just feel like like that morality is, is still within her and um you know i like seeing that part of her character come through even even if you're frustrated by
1: but yeah i mean i was frustrated with ahsoka sometimes just because it's it's one of those busybody moments where like i understand her moral objections 100 percent. but it's like you know things like her saying uh my job's to keep you out of trouble. It's like, well, who elected you to be my, you know, my parent right now, you know, and, it's, and it's things like that. It's because like it's, it's really none of Ahsoka's business what they do. But she, okay. She's,
0: she was like basically in a religious sect this whole time. Right. Like, right. Kind of, and the, she's been, <laughs> so you saying the Jedi as a cult and she was brainwashed. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And, but I mean, she has that in her, you know, I mean, it's all she, she knows basically. So, right. you know, that is going to kind of reign supreme and she's not going to be able to let those things go. You know, I, I feel like it's so and maybe this even sets up to where we see her after Clone Wars, you know, like the the, the Ahsoka book and yeah. the trials and tribulations that she goes through there and then to where she is in Rebels where she's still doing what's right and what's good, but she has kind of aged a little bit and is a little bit more restrained in that dogmatic we must do this you know like like maybe this is this is part of her you know real you know this is part of her street life uh you know lesson the school of hard knocks or whatever she's kind of going through those um this um this episode ends oh and also you know we kind of mentioned it but you know, this definitely has some solo references in the fact that we do see the Kessel run. And then also Trace dumping the spice because she cares more about her ship than she does the cargo, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which um that was probably the more most frustrating thing because we all know, like, no, 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 don't yeah, I- what are you doing? You know, like it's wrong. Um but the the way this episode ends, of course, with with them. Basically, almost getting out of it, but not getting out of it and, and being captured, um, which sets up the, uh, the last episode here that we're going to talk about. Um, dangerous debt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this episode, um, they find themselves in prison um, and uh, they, uh, they definitely want their money. Where's my money <laughs>
1: uh well, that's what's funny like cause, I mean I know it's a cartoon, but I, I would think at this point, yeah that after they tortured the first one to them' it's like thirty thousand credits probably isn't really a it's probably a drop in the well, you know, like I think most mobsters would be like okay, just kill 'em and be done with like that's it I, yeah, right, but like okay, uh, but it, within the cell like i started started mentioning this earlier, um ahsoka is being once again high and mighty on her her judgment horse and uh, the Marteau sisters, you know, tell her don't to don't even kid about being a Jedi, you know, and then this is where we find out that uh, back to an episode with zero, when they were, when he escaped prison by a uh, Cad Bane, that a ship crashed into where her parents were, where actually all of them were living at the time. Yes. And the, the so basically the Jedi were responsible for their parents' death and after it was all over with, all they got was a, don't worry, the force will be with you. And they were left to fend for themselves from that point on. So, you know, I felt, you know, like I said, this is one of those things like, okay, that makes sense. But this is from just, it's one of those things where I'm saying it's kind of a missed opportunity in that you're, you're just seeing it from these two people's point of view, why they don't like the Jedi. But it still needs to be on a broader scale of like why Coruscant does not like the Jedi. Uh, at least that's how I thought of it. Um.
0: Yeah, um, and I I do like this this connection or this tie-in to I like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean it it definitely brings it back to you know basically season one um, uh, final uh, with uh, zero the hut's escape, um, and really kind of fills in um, part of that 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 storyline, um, and in again in a season that's short. I just keep feeling shortchanged by some of these episodes. It's like, I want, I want more. And, you know, not to, to give away the, the whole plot of this episode, but they start in prison and they end in prison. Right. And you're like, what's the point what was the point of the episode? Yeah. Like, exactly. I mean, it really feels kind of like, like, I, I mean, I guess for us to be in the middle of a shortened season, and for us to get an episode that like really pulls, I don't know. It, it just, I don't know. We just feel, I just feel shortchanged. I feel like I lost my spice. Where's my money, man? Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, I'm paying good money for this Disney And this is what you give me.
1: Uh, basically a filler episode, which is not, you know, because I mean, you could have, I mean, this episode really only served one purpose and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and it was, the one little line that we got towards the end of the episode, which we're not talk about right now, but um, it basically sets up a future with the Mandalorians. Yes. And that's, that's the whole purpose of the episode. <laughs> You're like, okay, what, you could have well, done this anywhere. Well,
0: the two things that we talked about, or, or the, the, the other thing that we talked about, we learn about their, their backstory, which I right. we could have already learned about in a previous episode. Exactly. Um, but like you said, sets up the Mandalorian thing, which we all want to get to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know it's just like it's it's like being at a concert and like like you know we don't want you to play all of the hits, but what you're giving us from the new album
1: we don't want no. we don't
0: want <laughs> <laughs> and i i I want to like these these characters that she's with i mean i i like I said, I actually kind of enjoy their banter and their back and forth and and, and the you know the kind of this unique uh, relationship of these sisters, my feeling is is that these sisters, one of them is going to die. Yeah, I, I think that too. And you know, it's probably going to be Trace. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's the she's the one that seems to
1: have like the, the... she's the innocent one. Yeah, and I, and, and Sokka even says that you know I don't think that you realize that Trace is not built for this kind of life. You know, and mm-hmm. so I could see it because like you can easily see the other one you know, joining with the Mandalorians and, and having that kind of rebel kind of life. Whereas in trace is more innocent and just, oh, I, 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 I kind of hate that. I wouldn't want trace to die, but yeah, I was kind of open the other one with, well, uh, I mean like, okay. So Rafa is, is, Rafa. The, other, is, is Rafa. the other sister. I could
0: also see her being part of the crime syndicate.
1: Yeah. You know, true. Like, Very true. Yeah. like, you know, or I don't see any half circles though on her
0: yet. Not yet. but but uh definitely feels like she could be you know so um and maybe maybe this is a a part of their their grander plan for the season and and we'll see kind of how these these sisters play out in the the next coming episode we do we do see as you mentioned um bo-katan right Mm -hmm. you were kind of referencing that Mm um uh we see kind of her her brief appearance which um she kind of first in this whole escape and again, fun cartoon action for kids. But at the end of the day, if you're going to end
1: up back in prison, you know, it's just, it's just like the first episode of the Soko thing is it you have a a kind of somewhat interesting first few minutes and then half the episode is really just them running, you know, and you're kind of like, okay, yeah, they jumped over a bridge. Yeah. they, They ran to each other. Okay, cool. Ahsoka, uh,
0: yeah. Again, Ahsoka
1: uses her Force power secretly. You know. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Like, that's what start, it frustrated me quite a bit um, in the cell. You know, The first time they open it, and <clears throat> they take Rafa to be tortured. I just kind of wanted to go, like, here's your opportunity to use a, a mind trick. Like, mm-hmm. just, hey let her go because it's going to come out sooner or later that she knows how to use the force. I mean, yeah, they're going to be mad, but you just go ahead and bite the bullet and and do it. You know, you're in a life or death situation now, get out of there. And her reluctance to use it in multiple times when she should have is kind of frustrating.
0: I, I guess this, and if this is the reason they haven't done a great job of selling it, but if this is because, she was kicked out of the Jedi Order, and she feels betrayed by them as well then they need to they need to show that more with mm-hmm. like her her actions or what she's saying to us about using those powers right you know, or we need to see that conflict and in, in, in ahsoka and I could see that being there, but
1: we haven't seen that well that's what I'm saying like and that's a great point and that goes back to my original point of frustration with the episodes like if they have stuck to just the thirteen thirteen area, yeah. And seen a bunch of anti Jedi people, not just these two right. women. You could have made that case much more clear that Ahsoka does not want to use her Jedi powers. She actually doesn't want to use them at all because maybe yeah. she's now disgusted with it. You could have seen her become a very different Ahsoka, you know. Yeah. And and
0: or what if one of the sisters was part of like an anti Jedi group. Yeah. You don't have to make a big deal about it, but it just be like, oh yeah, she's part of this group, you know, blah blah, blah. like. Like, hey, I am part of an AA group and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, um,
1: so Jedi, J, I, a JA group, or, <laughs> or <I don't> know.
0: <laughs> a JD group, Jedi killed my parents. Um, I don't know what else there is to say about this episode. I mean, I, I've kind of spoken about the
1: highlights of, of what I liked, but there was, there was one thing I thought was interesting that, uh, was Ahsoka lifting up those guys mm-hmm. for them to shoot them and kill them. I kind of was like, oh, there's a, a you know, a questionable moral you know thing. Yeah. You're, you're just lifting up someone who's now helpless to be shot like, you know, like a target. I was like, okay, you, you're so judgmental and and don't want to do things to hurt people. Yeah. Then you're, you're deliberately doing this to these two guys. So I was like, okay, I understand they're shooting, trying to kill them as well, but right. it's like, okay, that's different.
0: But then, yeah, like all of these people die, and then they just they don't kill them; they just put them back in jail. Like, they, oh, yeah. you
1: know, I mean, it. I don't know. Yeah. It's a cartoon. It's one of those yeah. – any other situation they probably just would have killed them. Yeah, I mean, they even he even said that too. Like the leader of um the syndicate. I mean the yeah. yeah that like oh the the small one. I'll torture her and get the information. They go ahead and kill the other two sisters. I mean, it doesn't make sense to keep all three of them alive. You know? Yeah. So, okay. Because I like mean, I said it's only thirty thousand credits worth of spice. They're not going to really sweat that for a crime family or whatever. <laughs> not that I know a lot about the crime family within the Star Wars universe, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've kind of like you know talked about where we've been, where do you think this is going? What do you think this next episode is going to be about? Because they're they're trapped in prison. Katan clearly going to be the rescuer, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I think I think we're. We've kind of hit on it. We'll scratch the surface a little bit of it, in that um, I don't know how they'll get into prison, into mm-hmm. the prison to confirm that it is the Jedi that she knew, you know. But I think one of the sisters definitely is going to die, and Ahsoka and whichever remaining sister will, you know, join with the Mandalorian cause, and which will eventually lead it into the Mandalorian season next next year,
0: or, or, or. You you have all three of them about ready to be executed in a public trial or something like that, right? Oh. And then that's when the the, the katan comes in and is like, "Oh yeah, that's Ahsoka. I'm going to save her." Mm. But then you get you get this thing with the sisters where one goes one way, and one goes with the crime syndicate. Oh, that'd be interesting. You know, like they're they're kind of torn apart basically. You know, they have their own kind of civil war. You know, one mm. goes with Ahsoka, and the other one. I don't know. I don't know if there's uh, I I I just don't know when we're going to move this story forward to like I mean we've all seen the trailers like the the trailers for the season were amazing and right now I just don't feel like the episodes are living up to everything that I saw in the trailers. And and that's kind of my frustration maybe um you know
1: Yeah wasn't someone told me that Ventures is supposed to be in this too? And I'm like, well, I haven't seen her yet. So
0: yeah i I don't,
1: I, I don't, don't think she is. Yeah,
0: but I mean, it's it's leading up to us going back to Mandalore. We've we've all seen that, and then we also know that at a, some point, Ahsoka is going to be reunited with Anakin and um, and Rex. Um, that was, you know, in the teaser trailer. Which, mm-hmm. wow, what a deep. Teaser to put out (laughs) basically spoiled the first eight episodes where we're just kind of like, when are those two going to get back together? You're gonna be really frustrated when
1: you find it's just a dream sequence. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, just asleep on the ship, you know, like, oh, oh yeah,
0: Rise of Skywalker.
1: Were you dreaming about Jedi? Because we don't like Jedi. (laughs) How did you know? She was
0: dreaming about Rise of Skywalker. Like that whole thing was a, a dream inside Ahsoka's mind. Right. So um, um Well, um, oh, maybe they'll they'll meet um Emperor Palpatine's clone, son, or whatever. Oh. I don't know. Apparently there was something that was going to connect to Rise of Skywalker that was going to be in the season, something that I had read or heard about, but then they took that out. Oh. So they were like Ooh,
1: like even Clone Wars wanted to distance themselves from. <laughs> Surprise, so sad. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I'm just kind of choosing to ignore it. You know, Emperor died in Return of the Jedi, and that's just how I see it. I don't. Well, the original Emperor died in Return of the Jedi. This is just Clone Emperor. But I still, I think it's a lame
0: cop out. I just don't. Okay, here's the thing. If it's going to be a Clone Emperor, you should have gone the route of of uh, Dark Empire. And and had it be a
1: younger version, so that it's a completely yeah, completely different one. Because that's that's the thing is that if you have a clone yeah. of somebody, it's not a copy of that person. It is biologically a copy, but you can't have them be the same mental. You know, you can't have they're not going to have those memories. They're not going to have so it's like how would he know what happened on the throne room? You know, like it's, it's things like that. Like it needs to be a, like a younger version of just like a blank slate, same person but just same powers.
0: Well. But- and and here's one aspect that would have made it even cooler on a on a whole psychological level. The the clone of the emperor that she has to face is her father. Oh. It's okay. it's Ray's father. I mean, like we see him in the in the flashback there. She's been waiting for her parents to come back. Like if he's a clone, a younger clone, why not just make it the same actor and and have I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. like everybody wants um, the original actor back to play the Emperor, but why Why not just pull the, you know, like a surprise, like you have to face uh, an evil clone version of what you think is your father, so I mean, people like daddy issues in, in Skywalker sagas. <laughs> so, a lot of ways we could course correct this movie, but uh, none of them are going to happen on this podcast, nor are we going to be able to save uh, the Clone Wars hopefully this next episode delivers above and beyond the last three Ahsoka. And I love Ahsoka. I mean, you know, yeah. we both do. Big, big fans of her um, as a character and um, have high hopes for her through the rest of the season.
1: It's funny, too, because, like, you know, when you watch the original Clone Wars movie, you're not quite sure if this is going to work out or not. But then slowly, surely you do. You, you grow to really like Snips. So
0: that's the same. I mean, we've talked about it too with rebels. I mean, like you, if you watch spark of the rebellion, you know, you're kind of like, I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know about, you know, Aladdin jr here, you know, like I, I don't know if I'm going to really like this, this little, yeah. Stuff. you know, like it and the, the growth of, of, of that character. I mean, man, I would, I would go to war with Ezra. I would I mean, seriously, like that. Um but anyway. Um we've we've probably exhausted this this enough um for one night. Um and I, I usually try to keep these episodes shorter, but we've we've been talking probably an hour even before we started.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm close to it,
0: yeah. Close to it. Um any other last thoughts about Star Wars before before we sign off here?
1: No, I think we covered
0: Everything on my mind covered quite a bit. I mean, we'll we'll definitely be back to talk more Clone Wars. Um, I don't know how we're going to break this up now that we only have five episodes left. So uh, <laughs> we're going to just do one mega mega episode to finish it off, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah probably. So um, hopefully, we'll we'll get some other um, episodes out for for everyone in the future, whatever the content might be. So. Um if you like this show I mean and who didn't because we clearly didn't put in a commercial break
1: <laughs> I forgot yeah
0: yeah I know um <laughs> we could put in a commercial break right here
1: I at mean the very, at the very end
0: at the very end <laughs> um if you uh, enjoyed this show, though, you can go on to iTunes, rate and review us. Give us, give us uh, some feedback on, on the, the iTunes. Uh, we would appreciate that. You can always send us an email, uh, as Greg did, at theforceswelldone at gmail.com. Whenever we do podcasts, we try to read those off. Um, yeah, you can help us out by going on to amazon.com uh, slash J and jack. Or no, wait, sorry, scratch that. It's jnjack.com slash amazon. Uh, that is where you're going to want to order your Baby Yoda toy um, if, you, if you really want one. Or if you're so, in, so inclined, you can order your uh, Rise of Skywalker vinyl, as I gushed about that. Um, you can uh, go to j uh, become a patron member. Uh, we would appreciate uh, any, any support that you give us uh, helps, helps this show and all of the shows on the j and jack uh, uh, network. Um, there's some patrons that really make this show special I hope that they've listened long enough to hear their their special names I tried to make them military themed so keep in mind that's where my mind was at Uh, at this point I would like to thank Lieutenant Tank Commander Tack Roger Roger Eckhart Richter Ed the Ensign Carrier Brigadier General Joanne Magistrate Maggie Dr. Drake and General Grievous, Greg. Thank you for doing all that you do to make this show possible. And um, we'll we'll be back next time uh, to talk more Star Wars. This was a, a fun show. It was. Would you so? Would you say it was a great show? I would say it's one in a million. All right.